Hello, and welcome to Head Tilt, Adventures in the Akashic Records. I'm Christina. And I'm Tatiana. We see the deepest meaning and truest value of the Akashic Records and how we use them to support and guide ourselves as we move through each day. And we're so excited to share with you our adventures as we apply the guidance and rely on the energy of the Akasha. So what does head tilt mean to us? Well, for me, it's a different way of thinking, uh, a different way of seeing. The way I react when I get some of the messages from my master's teachers and loved ones. Same here. A different perspective, an unconditionally loving, different point of view that the messages from the masters, teachers, and loved ones illuminate for me. Working in the Akashic Records has completely changed our lives. We are Christina and Tatiana, and together we share a deep, intimate relationship with the records on a professional, personal, and spiritual level. We truly live an Akashic Records lifestyle. So we invite you to come along as we share our adventures in the Akashic Records. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our special. Yes, we decided to record this bonus episode for everyone instead of working on our usual episodes today. Right. And um, actually, what happened was it's pretty interesting. Tatiana, you brought this up. I don't know how long ago, because right now, um, when we are recording, it is uh, March 18th. So, quote, quarantine has just started. We both live in California. I live in L.A. County. I work in Orange County. And the restrictions have just been tightened. And you earlier, I think this week, maybe last week, you brought up the fact that maybe we should do this. Maybe we should talk about this on our podcast. And I initially said no. Uh, the reason why, in my mind, this is my mind responding, I was like, no, because everyone's jumping on the coronavirus wagon. Everybody's doing this. However, <laughs> this morning, when preparing for our normal episode that, we're, that we've had scheduled, I had a change of heart. And this is because my master's teachers and loved ones, from my Akashic Records, they implanted a new way of looking at this and they actually kind of nudged me to bring this up again, to revisit it and to consider uh, for a lot of reasons. So um, I want to say thank you to Tatiana for dealing with this <laughs> because you brought it up and you were like, okay, let's do this. I'm like, no, it's trendy. But the point the reason why we're doing this or the reason why I think I'm doing this is first of all, I think it's therapeutic for me because I'm not handling this as superstar as I'd like to. But the second reason is because um, I think that when things are changing and I think it's, it's good to hear from maybe very spiritual people like us. I mean, we're, we're no different than, anybody else on the planet, but we do work in the records and, you know, how are we taking this? And, you know, for me, it's a very human experience that I will frankly say I am struggling. What about you, Tatiana? Yeah, I wanted to do this episode because I wanted to share and connect with what, what we're doing and, and what we're thinking about. So that's why I originally wanted to share as, as we're both quarantined and 
and unable to see more people. So let's get started. What are you what are you doing during this time of quarantine? And and of course, let's begin with how quarantined are you, I think, right? Right, right. And um, I'm fairly isolated. <laughs> uh, now, my, my day job is I do homeschooling. Um, I'm a homeschool teacher uh, for two uh, teens with special needs. My situation is a little bit unique. I'm not going to an office every day. I'm not gathering. I'm going into someone's home, a family's home, a very large family's home. Because of this kind of quarantine situation, we have a unique situation because right now it's like in because they're in Orange County and Orange County is, I, I guess, lockdown. What would you call it? And it's basically like you're not supposed to go to work. You're only supposed to go grocery shopping, whatever. And you're only supposed to go to like a, a single household. You know, like those are acceptable things to do. I am operating on a trust basis with my family that I'm helping. And the trust is that I am taking extreme precautions in my life because I'm pretty much the only person they're letting into their life. And that's a big thing. <laughs> that's a big sense of responsibility. And and yeah. this is a heart out. Oh cat. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this is a hard thing for me to do because my initial reaction is one of you can't control me. You can't tell me what to do. I'll do what I want. I'm fine. If I get it, I get it. That's my initial reaction to, to it because, you know, it's just like kind of like a child. It's very childish. I know it's like a child thing where it's like, when you tell a kid not to do something, they're like really going to want to do it. That's me. This is me through <laughs> the whole thing. But when it comes down to the privilege of being able to have some sense of normalcy by working, I will, I'll do what it takes. <laughs> I will do what it takes. And I've told her that too. So uh, the mother. So I go, um, I wake up. Um, I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I don't do anything until I leave for my job and I make the drive over. and. I do my work and we wash our hands a lot and then I go straight home and I also do not eat lunch out. I make my lunch, bring it with me, which I usually do anyway, but you know, every now and then I would get something out, but you know, during the lunch period, it's, it's pretty simple for me. <laughs> what about you, Tatiana? Yeah, I'm feeling that you're you're feeling like this, this different wave of, of gratitude, right? To see this family and... Mm -hmm. and, and and appreciating that. I was working at a library. That gig had, had wrapped up, and I was planning to fly out in a couple days to Peru to see family. My mom is Peruvian, and I have a lot of family there. We were going to be there about two and a half weeks. I had all kinds of things planned, and then I had two pretty significant big gigs right afterwards. So I had this beautiful, like, bam, 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 right? I had it all lined up. Peru is now on lockdown. That was as a couple of days ago. I did get a complete refund on my non-refundable airline tickets that I bought. So that was really cool. I was going to spend my birthday in Peru. So I had all these I had all these plans. Now I'm learning that that part of the lesson 
is to embrace these daily unknowns that I that I don't know and to feel safe with that because my first initial was oh my gosh how am I going to pay bills right my husband works at a theater the theater is dark of course and currently he's able to work from home so that is great my son was already in a independent study charter school program but the campus is closed so although we were already in that independent study kind of mode he he doesn't leave the house. All his activities, he's almost 12, are on hold for right now. So it's the three of us and our two dogs. We can not visit an older son that lives locally or my mother that lives in an assisted living. And I think that being isolated, although I'm super appreciating the quality time that we're getting together, I'm I'm missing those that I can't physically see. And so that makes me sad. Even last night when we were having dinner, I was telling my husband how grateful I was that we had gone for our daily walk with the dog and we were eating dinner earlier than usual and we both weren't exhausted from having these outside outside of our home jobs. So there's there is this aspect of of this family tightness that that I am appreciating. Yeah, I mean, it, it has brought me back to basics. Now I don't have a husband. I don't have children. I have a cat, and <laughs> it it's brought me back to basics. Now my my family lives in Tennessee, um, and they're doing very well, <laughs> much better than me. But I. I I do want to say that my initial reaction on Friday, I was having a big meltdown. I'll tell it. I'll say it like that. I had a, I had a meltdown, just a, a very internal meltdown, but, oh, I'm not going to show it, you know, that kind of personality. I I don't know what it is about myself that I'm like that, but the meltdown, I, I didn't interrupt in any crying or anything like that. My meltdown was just this, kind of like this big boom inside of me that things were different. And I did not approve. I did not ask for this. I did not, I did not give any permission for anyone to alter my life or to inconvenience me. That was what I was feeling. Just the fact that I had no control over it was really messing me up. It was hard. It was so hard. And this meltdown, this collapse, this out of control feeling, this rage followed me Friday, Saturday, Sunday, even until Monday. Monday is when I reported back to my job in the house, the other household. That's when I first started to feel a little bit of relief because then I realized I had a job to do. And uh, there was a little bit of normalcy. And then I was so grateful that I was in this position where they were still willing to let me come into their home and to do my job. That, to me, was a big turning point. It was very, very therapeutic. And it helped me to see some moments of silver linings and gratitude. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Goodness. And then that's when I started to go. Hmm. Now, there were there were some periods of rage. And I think the biggest trigger for my rage was I went to the grocery store on Friday 
I had some trouble parking and I thought, well, this is weird, but I wasn't really connecting. This was midday Friday. I go into the grocery store and it is a party. It's calm. I mean, everybody's not talking or whatever. It's very quiet, but just like lines and lines of people full of with things in their carts. And I just stood there in front of all the checkouts and I had the biggest moment of rage <laughs> and I pretty much said to everybody and why I'm mad at everybody. I don't know, but I just like said to everybody under my voice, F you all. I'm out of here. I'm not playing this game. I'm not doing it. And I stormed out on my own. Nobody else knew I was having this tantrum. I go to my car and I just seethe in my car for like 10 to 20 minutes, I guess. I don't know how long it took. And then finally, I just drive home. Now, I didn't really need food. That was kind of my Friday routine. I have food. But the fact that I can't go in and get what I want anytime that I want right now is really messing me up. It's really, really messing me up. I'm getting better about that. I'm getting over that. So anyway, my point is I have a lot that I'm working through right now. (laughs) Now you have a different beast that you're handling, right? Tatiana, (laughs) the rat in the cage. (laughs) Like you are so your personality is so like you, you want things to do, but yet here you are not doing anything. Yeah. I need things to do. I've been trying to get out of the house. Usually when I, if I would have downtime like this, I would go to yoga classes. I would visit friends. I would meet people. I would really get out of the house as much as possible. And that isn't really possible right now. It isn't, it isn't what's best, right? I'm calling friends on the phone. I actually just bought my son and I for our birthday. I bought a mini trampoline so we can just bounce on that because we have all this energy. Him and I, we're both Aries and we're fire and, Mm, fire with fire cooped up in a quarantine house. It it isn't always pretty every day. <laughs> Bless your husband. Yeah, yeah. He's like, let's take it down a notch. Um, and then I've always, and then I've I've started to be, you know, I've started to be proactive and reach out in, for example, Facebook communities that you and I are both a part of. Like, what can I do to support others? Getting off of focusing of how am I going to pay my bills? What am I going to do? What is the future like? When can I see my cousins in Peru? What about my future gigs? Are they completely going to be canceled? Will they be rescheduled? And just focusing on the day-to-day. So, for example, lots of people are offering free online like yoga classes or Reiki sessions and this and that. So I've been participating in those exchanges. And then I myself personally am offering a daily 20-minute Akashic Record reading. So I have the links in my social media. And I have the next week all booked up. These are people that I've I've never met before. And I'm really excited to share the Akashic Records with these people because I think there's a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of beautiful lessons for us during this time. And I want to lean into that and lean out of the fear. How about you? That is so beautiful and very inspiring for even me. For me, I'm still um, struggle bus <laughs> with myself, and that's okay. Um, I'm I'm still dealing with it, but there are some silver, silver linings for me as well. I am ext- I'm an extrovert. That's true, but I do have a lot of introverted moments. One of my things that I think in my previous life I'm gonna <laughs> before quarantine one of the habits that I had was I'm always 
in and out, in and out, in and out of my house. You know, I, I go out, I go out to the beach, I come back. I go to a gathering, I come back. I go to a party, I go, I'm, I come back. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing the daily hustle. I'm going here, 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 here. You know, it's like I'm overstimulated almost. But what, one of the silver linings that has happened for me is that it's like those, those options have been removed and it's very calming. It's surprising. It, it all of a sudden I have so much time at home. My house is clean <laughs> and that's not out of boredom. It's like, it's like focusing on the gratitude of this space, you know, uh, that I'm holding. This is my home and I'm, I'm in it and I'm safe. It's like my own cave. It's my own refuge in this time. And now I am appreciating it and I'm loving it and I'm taking care of it and I'm embracing it. And the other thing is I have been trying to write a book for oh, about two or three years now, <laughs> maybe two, two years roughly. And I set a deadline for myself for April. Well, <laughs> it's going to be done in April. That's for sure. However, because of this like focused energy, because I have no other options, I got so much done in my book. Oh my gosh. And you know, a couple of more weeks of this quarantine atmosphere where I still am not going out, where I'm isolating myself. I mean, I'm going to make some big, big strides in this book. And I mean, who knows? I might finish it soon. I mean, this is mind blowing to me and it's so encouraging. So that's my silver lining. I, I, I do want to say a little bit about what you're doing, Tatiana, because this just shows that we're both in the same situation. And I just think it's beautiful how we're both handling it, but so differently. And I think it's so amazing that you're like, okay, who can I help? Who can I support? And you're going out and you're still meeting people technically. You found a different way. That's so cool. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thanks. I think I am also upon reflection, noticing that I was living, uh, I was leaning into overstimulation. There were lots of times in my life where I said I didn't have time for slowness, which is why my dogs weren't getting walked daily because I, I'm too busy. I'm really enjoying this slowing down. And I think that for us personally, it's been, and for my personality, it's been very healing and very healthy. And we bought a puzzle the other day. For me, a puzzle isn't my thing. <laughs> They're hard. I don't have the focus. I want something more stimulating. But my son and my husband love them. And it's been a great slowing down to kind of just sit and chat with them while they puzzle. I have a stack of books that I'm always meaning to be reading. I'm going to start reading them. I, I started one of them and then I lost it on accident. But anyway, I did refine that book and and I'm and I'm working <laughs> on that. For you. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit for me, slowing down is a little bit of a shock to my system and as you know, I'm misplacing things. I think I've been like a little racing hare and now I'm slowing down and my brain is having to learn uh, that that frenzied kind of, I don't know, life, uh, the movement that I'd had, uh, I have to keep track of where I'm setting things. I don't have a very big home. I also have been doing some cleaning and organizing. 
but yeah, it's a slowing down, it's a slowing down pace. And I, there are aspects of it that I do really enjoy, even though initially it was a very much, oh no, I, I don't like not being able to see my friends and just pop in the car. I, I'm not, and especially initially wasn't excited to not be able to go on my trip to see my family in Peru and, and not knowing even when I can go. Yeah. You know, just in my conversations with you, it it has seemed that it, I think the unknown is hard for you too. You know, every, Oh yeah. Pretty much every time I talk to you about Peru, it's like, you always bring up the fact, it's like, I don't even know when this is going to happen. I don't even know when will happen. You know, and, and it's been, I think, I I mean, I don't mean to put words in your, in your mouth, but it has been a struggle just to know the, to not know what's going to happen next, which I can very much identify with because, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit different. I am okay with not knowing the unknown, but it's like I have to make a decision to embrace the unknown. And once I do, I'm like, ah, but, um, yeah, what I don't like is being told what to do. (laughs) Authority. I I have a problem with authority and you know, this is a theme in my life and I think I have to confront it now and I'm forced to confront it because it is, you know, the person it hurts the most is me. It's me that it hurts the most. And here I am looking and looking at it straight in the eye so even when I'm working in the records and you know, I, I do consider myself a very highly spiritual person, even when I'm working in my records, what happens is I will ask a question and they will tell me the answer. Like I'll ask for guidance. They'll give me guidance and I push back if it's not what I want. Like if it's not what I was trying to hear. So <laughs> this is following me because this happens all the time. And you know, the perfection of masters, teachers and loved ones in the Akashic realm, they are very understanding. They kind of roll with it and they obviously understand my personality. So I'm trying to think of an example of this. I mean, this is the perfect example, really. I mean, this whole quarantine situation, no, the whole podcast thing, (laughs) You know, initially I'm, I'm resistant to this podcast, you know, the, this special thing that we're doing right now when we're talking about our feelings about what's happening and what's happening in our lives. And I, initially I was like, no, 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 but like they'll wait till the perfect time. And then (laughs) they'll kind of drop kind of like a, an indirect seed, you know, and and my mom was good at this, you know, as a teenager, I grew up in the nineties. All I want to do is wear shorts, combat boots, and the hat that Linda Perry wears in that what's going on, what's up video. You know, all I wanted to do was wear that. I would come down the stairs with my little fashion ideas, and my mom would never say, don't wear that, turn around, go back upstairs and change. What she would say is, oh, are you going to wear that? And I would go, <laughs> yeah, why? And she would say, Oh no no it's fine it's fine it's fine and I'm like what no what's what's wrong with it what what do I need to do oh no I just it's it's different and I would go upstairs and I would change and and so that's how I operate it's like you know don't tell me what to do but you know you can kind of nudge me 
in a different way. And my MTLOs do it all the time because it's the only way to get me to consider things and work best. So, I mean, long story short, not really, but (laughs) my MTLOs always get me, always get me to do what I ask guidance for, but it takes a while. It takes a lot of like turmoil (laughs) and, and pushback from me. And then finally they kind of somehow, you know, push me in (laughs) and, and I do it and I'm like, okay, fine. So yeah, this is, this is a confronting time. I think this is a, this is something I really have to come out of this time period having some control over (laughs) or should I? (laughs) Yeah, I did go into my records. I think it was about two days ago and I asked how I could, how I could be supportive. And, and they suggested offering the daily free readings of, of 20 minutes. I've just been getting support from my master's teachers and loved ones when I go into my records about that everything will be fine. And it just feels very supportive and very comforting for me. And I, then I, I worry less about the house, which is what, what my mother, my human brain is, gets caught up in. Like, how, how, how is this going to work out? which I think is, you know, how a lot of us are feeling. For example, we went to our local grocery store the other day, and they've been pretty out of stock of all paper products, right? And then I thought, should we have bought paper products as we have not been stocking up? I just decided to not worry about it and just buy what I needed for dinner that evening. We went back to the store yesterday, and they have almost completely restocked. Yeah, my favorite brand of oatly milk isn't restocked but the basics that i need to prepare meals and to live healthy you know to make nutritious food for my family was all there so this trusting is part of what i'm really learning from this to trust that that everything will be provided and that everything will be okay maybe not this picture perfect idea that i had but something that is still great for us and safe and healthy. That is so helpful for me to hear. I'm so glad that you said that. That's gold because I am, I think, a little bit behind you in that idea. And I think this is, that is something I have to deal with and also process and come out thinking. So really, thank you for that. Much gratitude. And I... Yeah, for me, I, I I will, I don't even, I think, again, you're ahead of me. I don't think I've addressed the things that I need in order to figure out what my role is right now. There have been some good things that I've been doing because I'm, you know, now it's like introspective and laser focus and, you know, because there's no, no, no other way to be. However, I, I think that I still have a lot of, um, some anger and frustration and um, resistance in me in just my attitude of how I'm dealing with it. And right now, yes, just so just to, to put it on the record, I am doing everything I can to isolate. That's for sure. So I, you know, I know that I haven't talked about, oh, well, the fact that, you know, I could be contaminating others by going out. I understand that, but right now I can't see past my own feelings, but I am doing my part. I am isolating just to make that clear, but how my new role in this new kind of energy 
this energy that's surrounding all of us. I'm not sure about that yet. And I really have to work that out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were actually together almost a week ago. I got to spend the night at your place. And do you remember where we were at last week? Last week we were. That was like the last day of normal. Confident that we wouldn't get sick or if we did that we weren't concerned about it. And I think yeah. we've both taken a complete turn and, you know, we're going to go where we want to go. We're not going to worry about it. We're going to eat out. <laughs> and we did. And now we're very much wanting to be super quarantined to protect the ones that we love and the ones that we love that we haven't even met yet. Right. Right. To, to protect humanity. And so it's a, a, a much more broad and global love and idea than that we had a week ago and wow it hasn't even been a week that is amazing to think about because that was last thursday night and this is wednesday morning morning so much has happened in that week i i'm definitely thinking much more outside of my circle outside of just my sons and my husband and me but about the safety and 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 everybody so that is huge. I I have experienced some frustration. I went tried to go to Trader Joe's the other day. It was raining. There was a really long line just to get in. And I was with my son. And one should always be modeling their best behavior when they're with their son. But I just was like, never mind. <laughs> Forget it. I'm not going to stand in the rain to get my beloved budget kombucha and some frozen cuts. I was just like, forget it. And then people were in the parking lot just as short-tempered as me. And I was trying to back up. And, you know, you have that jiggy jog where you should be lovingly honoring each other. But everyone is just thinking, I got to get out. Yes. (laughs) And it made me kind of rethink. It's like, okay, why don't we take a breath here? So maybe you're in the parking lot for a couple more minutes. Um, But, you know, there's, there's no sense getting everyone frustrated because you can't pick up your frozen orange chicken that your husband and your son like. So I have been going to our local coffee shop. Um, and I have a couple of reasons why a, it's a great walking destination from our home. So it's someplace we can go. And I want to spend money in my community. I want to get that money cycling. I want these places to be open and and we're being safe as safe as we can be right as safe as what we know we're being safe but i also want to show people that we're not afraid that that we're we're walking outside right we're living our lives as it is right now and that this life that we're currently living isn't a shut-in life of fear so are you are you going out at all Besides your job? On Sunday, I went to the beach, which is pretty much my front yard. I went to the beach, and there were a lot of people on the beach, as in they were walking and running and, you know, exercising. I brought my chair out there, and I plopped it down and into the sand, and I just wanted to meditate and feel the ocean, the power of the ocean, which I love. 
And out on the horizon, there was the Carnival Panorama, which is one of the quarantined ships. And it's still out there. I just saw it yesterday, like when I drove by the the ocean. And it's just kind of there, (laughs) just anchored. And it's supposed to go into port. I live in Long Beach, and there's the port of Long Beach, port of Los Angeles right there, which is pretty massive. It's so massive. That there are two names for it, the Long Beach side and then the Port of Los Angeles side. And there are always ships out there. I call it Battleship because <laughs> you just see all these ships and they're in different positions every day and different ships. Um, and then that cruise ship was floating around. And I, I, and I just thought, how horrible would it be to be on that cruise ship? Those poor people. There was a supply barge lurking next to it. Obviously, you know, giving food to the ship. So that they can keep people alive. But, you know, I I went out there and there was nobody around me. Uh, Some, you know, there's a dog beach down the way. You could see it was a party down there. A lot of dogs, a lot of people. And um, but other than that, no, I I got gas last Friday. I went to the I tried to go to the supermarket last Friday afternoon and that didn't work. So pretty much the only thing that I've done was having dinner with you and your son last Thursday. That's the the last big thing that I've done. So I'm pretty isolated and I because I'm taking my job so seriously, like being invited into someone else's household, I'm trying to be in pristine condition for them. So when you give me a job, I feel a sense of responsibility. It actually helps me out. <laughs> but if I'm left to my own devices, I probably this is probably a blessing in disguise. A blessing in disguise. I probably would be rebelling, or I, I don't know what I'd be doing, but I wouldn't be this careful. So I've been careful, and I'm I'm okay with that because, again, I, I'm thinking of my home as like the ultimate like refuge, and it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, right now we both feel healthy, and neither of us has knowingly been around anybody who who is sick or has a cold or has a cough, right? Right. And, you know, my master's teachers and loved ones told me, because I had this big denial. I I don't know if it's denial or just plain belligerent, like, (laughs) rebellion. I don't know what to call it. But I was like, you know what? If I get it, I get it. You know, I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm 40 years old, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you probably nobody I probably don't even know anyone who's going to get it in. And, you know, I went through this whole scenario in my head of like, you know, why are we doing this? Infected people. But then my master's teachers, and loved ones kind of told me, OK, that's not important. You can't think about that. It's not important whether or not you're going to get it or not. It's not important whether or not you are strategizing whether or not people get it around you. That's not the important thing. You have to accept the fact that you have to live a different way right now. And you can't focus on that. That's not your job. Your job is to focus on yourself, to go introspective and to live your life. But, you know, mindful of everybody else. So I really took that very seriously. Thank you to them. (laughs) 
and yeah, um, I, I actually sense I actually had a sense of relief when I thought of it that way, because then I didn't take on all of this, like, oh, well, what if people get it? What if they don't? What if I get it? What if I don't? I didn't have to worry about that anymore. It's like, they gave me permission to let that go and just, just go forward, you know? Yeah. In, um, before quarantine, <laughs> Tatiana is a person that doesn't watch the news. So I don't read a newspaper. I don't listen to the news. I just kind of live my day-to-day life. And then when something like this happens, I start watching the news and putting news apps on my phone <laughs> and listening to YouTube wow. news things. And part of it is because I feel like I need to know, especially when these things affect my loved ones. And I know that the more I listen to the news and the more that I read, the more I start to feel the fear and get worried. But I also feel like I need I need to know what's going on. I need to know that restaurants are closing. I need to know that schools are closing and this and that. And I want to get facts. And, and this is a time where it's, it's hard to know what is a fact and what is what is not a fact. Right. But I. I actually do think that we're all going to know someone who who is deeply affected by by the coronavirus or by this quarantine situation. And and I know that's kind of a grim thought, but but I I, I do think that um, I do want to bring kind of one positive thing. And I don't know, this just came to me. I decided to rub my all my family's feet, including myself, with Vicks VapoRub every night. I don't know. We were at the store and my husband needed hydrogen peroxide because he cut his hand. They're completely out. But they did have Vicks VapoRub. And Vicks VapoRub is something that my mom used to rub on my chest. I had childhood asthma. I had pneumonia. I had all kinds of things. So I brought home what I had, (laughs) what I could buy at the store. My husband told me that he had bad childhood memories with Vicks VapoRub, (laughs) probably because they used it when he was sick. And I told oh, him that it was yeah. something that I I felt very strongly that I wanted to rub his feet every evening with Vicks VapoRub. Wow. He, said he, didn't like, he didn't like this. He's like, I don't like the smell. I said, well, I'll put socks on everybody's feet. But I will tell you now that my son and my husband, um, it's our new routine. And, you know, in, in Chinese medicine, there are all those points on your feet that relate to the rest of your whole body. And I feel like I'm stimulating our whole immune system. And it's a way that I can offer love in, in also a physical touching way, as well as my my time that I'm completely focused on on rubbing their feet. Anyway, it's just something that we're doing at our home. And I actually did some Googling on Vicks VapoRub, like, is it good to rub on your feet? And it's kind of a mixed thing. But I felt inspired, and so that's something that we're doing. It feels warming. It feels like it warms my whole system. And also, I read that all our feet calluses will become smooth, so we will have <laughs> forever smooth feet. Feet are coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, enjoy slapping on Vicks Vapor Rub on those calloused, calloused feet. <laughs> but, you know, I, jokes aside, that is awesome. That is a great, great And, you know, I don't think it matters if it works or not, you know, I think it, it, it's, it's that gesture. It's that intent. That's so, that's so cool. You know, I should be doing more than I am just sitting here seething in my own 
disgust and <laughs> and uh, discouragement, you know, uh, that's that's inspiring. I th- I think if anyone but benefits from this podcast, it's me. <laughs> Which is I great. think you know both of them were unhappy with the smell, but now it's almost reprogramming their brains that it's a it's a comforting smell, right? That kind of menthol smell. It's it, it's going to be ex- associated with with a loving expression. I think that's one of the lessons that we are going to learn from all this, that something that we, a reaction to situations, a reaction to something, we're going to be reprogrammed to think differently, to to not fall into those old patterns, but to have new patterns, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, that's that kind of gives a curiosity to me. What what are we what is thing what is everything going to look like? You know, in in a month, two months, five months, six months down the road, what is it going to look like? That's kind of exciting in a way. We weren't we're only like on day three or four. You know, what's what's get what's happening here? Yeah, I haven't gone into the records of COVID nineteen. I keep saying that I mean to, but for whatever reason, I don't do it. You have? Do you want to share that? I do, but I want to be very careful. Because um, yeah. I think it's a sensitive topic right now, and yeah. I'm no expert whatsoever, believe me. And that's one thing that everyone should get is I am no COVID-19 expert, that's for sure. Now, I will say that I did go into the records. I was resistant um, at first because I'm like, ooh, that's very, very confronting, and I usually go into human records. I don't really go into other organism records, but I did. I went in and I did get taken. So it's it's the processes, the process, the the it's the way things are done. It's the way people operate. Those kinds of things are going to be reset, a little jolted. It's like this is a jolt. It's not a devastation. It's a jolt. And that's kind of all I want to say. Now, as soon as it started going into that area, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to know anymore. This is very, very confronting. And um, I'm closing the records. And I immediately closed the records. Yeah. Even though I'm sure I could have gotten a lot more. I, I didn't want it just because I'm like, you know what? If this is supposed to happen, I don't I don't really want an insight to it because I things will be revealed in time anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Just so, okay with my general summary. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say that the Akashic records, they're governed by these three absolutes, these three absolutes of fear not, judge not, and resist not. These are all things that, you know, you and I, Christina, we're working on, right? And and this quarantine is kind of bubbling to the surface for us to work on a little bit more with this awareness that like, okay, here's some fear, right? Here's some resistance, right? Here's some even judgment that we could be experiencing. And you and I are both using the Akashic Records and our masters, teachers, and loved ones to lean into for guidance and for support during this time. And that is part of why we started this podcast, because then life was so different and we were using the Akashic Records, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. And and I think 
the most important thing now is not what the virus is going to do as a whole to life around the globe. But I think it's most important to know how this is going to affect ourselves individually and how, how it's going to, what it's, what it's going to serve for us. And I think that's a good way to think about it for me, especially since I struggle with it. It's like, what, what purpose does this serve in a positive way and not look so much look at the negative of it and not so much burden myself with looking at the big picture, which I tend to do. It's like, look at the small picture, look at me and, and look at the ways in which I need to change, listen, improve and move forward. Yeah. I think we're both seekers and this is, this is good for, for you and I. Um, I'd like to wrap up maybe by saying happy birthday to you, Christina, and to Aww. myself. Yes, happy birthday we, to you, Tatiana. We will be having a different birthday than maybe we had intended or planned. Well, but. I was going to go to a hockey game. Um, I was going to go to the Kings versus the Canucks on Saturday because that's my birthday and the NHL got canceled quite a while ago. <laughs> and um, yeah. so now instead I'm thinking, what can I do? Because I'm not going to hang out with anybody. I'm going to be at home and um, I'm going to be with the cat. So maybe the <laughs> the cat and I will, will do something special. Maybe um, I'll try to go hunt down a steak because <laughs> I do like steak and um, make it and make a nice special dinner for myself. And then I'll buy her a can of really nice steak and we girls can have some steak together. I don't know. I'll, I'm still thinking about it. What about you? We can FaceTime and I can sing you happy birthday. I was, Yay! well, plan, plan A was to be in um, Peru and I would have gone to buffet with my family. Plan Aww. B was to pick up some gluten-free cake at my favorite gluten-free bakery in Santa Barbara, Lilac Patisserie. So shout out to you guys. They are temporarily closed. So I'm rolling with plans C and D and it will probably be spending time on our trampoline and getting out. I have all this energy. I have a friend that's offered to make a cake and bring it up to me. And part of me is, yes, I should receive. And part of me is like, I think that I should be more diligent about the quarantine and tell her um, not to come up because it's a 45 minute drive. She could stop some way in between. You know, it's it's a week away and things in life are changing on an hourly, daily basis, as, as we all know. I'm OK with everything. You know, I'm just happy to to have another birthday and to be, you know, to be at home and and to be grateful for everything I do have. And I will also be calling you and singing happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so look, you know, we've got something to look forward to. We get to sing to each other. That's really nice. Well, cool. All right. Well, um, everyone, thank you for hanging in there. And um, I hope that you are also equally as introspective with you and your families and your loved ones. And um, good luck to all of you. And send us any questions. If you have questions, our email is in the notes of each episode. So if you have questions or you have something that you would like us to discuss, 
we have time and we have the energy uh, and we're very <laughs> interested. So reach out to us on our social media, email us, anything. Um, and if there's a way that we can support you, Christina and I are available and and always lovingly willing. Thank you. True that. Thank you. Join us next time on Head Tilt. If you'd like more information about Christina, you can find me at intuitivecoachchristina.com. And I'm also on Instagram at intuitivecoachchristina. And for me, Tatiana, my website is yes2soul.com. And I'm yes2soul on Instagram as well. And these links are in our show notes. Have a beautiful day.